Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast. You could have chosen to spend your time anywhere. You rock with me today. Thank you. I never take that lightly. Before we get into it, let my beat drop. Yes, yes, that's right. Welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact. And if you ain't in shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen to the Medicine Ball Podcast where we focus on giving your brain a six pack by exercising your mind. Now exercising your mind means that you actively think about and deal with all situations by first seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed and or comfortable in doing. Now if you're someone who struggles and wants to get better at thinking about things beforehand as opposed to reacting in ways that require less effort, well just like anything you want to get better at, it does require training practice and work now i'm well aware that thinking about things beforehand as opposed to responding off instinct does require effort and who doesn't prefer things that are easy well the first step my friends can be very easy and that's to begin to look at all things from an unbiased point of view which in itself will increase your curiosity in life now exercising your mind won't give you all the answers you will however begin to look at things with more peace understanding and patience while simultaneously equipping yourself with more tools and strategies to help you effectively deal with this thing called life now before we go any further i'm no doctor no psychiatrist no psychologist i have however been diagnosed with bipolar disorder level one for 16 years and to be honest i got to a point in my life where i was looking at the person i was becoming versus the person i wanted to be and that among other things required me to look at my mental health responsibly so whether or not you're diagnosed or know someone who's diagnosed or have symptoms or just want to know more about it it doesn't matter maybe you're one of the many people who could just use some tips tricks and different ideas to help you get through day-to-day life pull up a seat kick up your feet this is your family man welcome home no judgment zone this week's episode episode 411 that's right the thrill of defeat and the agony of victory. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. So right off the bat, whether you're looking at the video version or whether you're listening to me, you're going to hear something that sounds like a rap gnawing at cardboard, right? <laughs> so my mom gave uh, Mamba, her grand dog, this big giant, one of them big giant bones, man. Like it looked like it came from the leg of a horse or something. And my man just, you know, crunchity, crunch, 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 and crunching away. So, <laughs> that's on me. I ain't think that through. You know, I mean, a little, a little mental laziness. So, now I'm going to have to work through it, which I have. So, I've took the uh, liberty of recording some background music, uh, background audio with him crunching ahead of time. So, that hopefully when I go back and edit the podcast, it won't be as noticeable. But, just for all clarification, this man, this, this bone's huge, man. All right? Let's get it. Let's get it. Um, this week's episode, man, 411, right? Information. This is some information, man. It's going to be some um, mind exercising information. Uh, the thrill of defeat and the agony of victory. Now, if you're athletic or anything like that, you, you, you know, you may have heard that before. And it's actually supposed to, quote unquote, supposed to go the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. Um, so, you know, me particularly, I'll tell you where I actually got that from, right? So when I was growing up, my dad always had these awesome videos, VHSs. I'm showing my age again, and he had this one VHS. I can't remember if it came in like a cologne box set or an Olympic box set, but it was two videos. And the videos were, one of the videos was The Thrill of Victory, and the other video was The Agony of Defeat. And so The Thrill of Victory video, of course, it just showed like 
people doing a lot of athletic things. That's why I couldn't remember if it was from the Olympics, like hurdle jumping, um, the beam where you run up and vault off of it, the vault beam and pole vaulting, so forth and so on, winning races, et cetera, et cetera. But man, that's not the one I watched. I watched that a few times. I remember watching over and over and over the agony of defeat. And um, the reason that I think I watched it over and over is because even back then, we don't live in a society where we broadcast the failures because like, let's look at it like just logically, right? They were at the Olympics. So even them failing at the Olympics is more of a victory than the average person. But in a way, when I was younger, it was funny. But seeing them, they were like running into the beam, running into the, uh, the uh, I'm going to find out what it's called, but it was the big thing you run up into and you like push yourself off and do flips. They were running straight into it and losing races and coming up short, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, I just remember that video and it just reminded me um, on today's theme because even today, even as adults, even though we know better, we are uh, constantly bombarded with people's successes, whether it be music sales, right? Whether it be uh, sports accomplishments, uh, you know, political victories, financial victories, uh, following, you know what I mean? Monetization, YouTube views, YouTube likes. We're constantly bombarded with that. But the things that are not out there are like, I'll just use YouTube, for example, like they don't bombard you with the dislikes or the negative comments or how many people didn't like your video or how many followers you may or may not have, right? We don't bombard you with, I'll use my man Kobe now. He let people in. Okay, so I'm not going to use Kobe because that's a bad thing because, you know, I'm a fan. So I've seen him shooting free throws, right, with a cast on in the Staples Center. But let's use Steph, right? Um, they're not going to show you him shooting like a minimum during a basketball season, especially like 2,003 pointers a day. Furthermore, even if they did show you a snippet of that jump shooting, um, like addition, like if they're showing you in the gym and showing you the practice, they're going to show you the good clips. They're not going to show you him missing 1500 of them or him, you know, telling his family he can't go out with him to go shoot in the gym. They're not going to show you like Jeff Bezos or some of these famous people when they lost it all and could have jumped out the window in stocks and didn't have no like solid um, assets, right, for them to get there. I just read something that said like it took 26 years for um, it wasn't Bezos um, and it'll come back to me. Tesla guy. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Anyway, it took him um, 26 years to make his first 160 billion in six months to make the next 180 billion. Think about that. 26 years to make his first 160 billion, six months to, because I didn't even know about him like within the last two years, right? So it's just like, these are things that aren't highlighted. And even on that film, you know, that kind of stuck out to this story. So um, I want to talk about it today um, and, and what really goes on. And that's why I switched up the title to the thrill of defeat and the agony of victory, man. We're going to get right into it. Now, um, with this idea of victory, first of all, it's completely subjective. Unless you're playing something where the numbers are calculated or measured or competitive sport, be anybody other than ourselves who can determine uh, whether we are victorious or whether we fail. Now, I'll use myself as an example because I always say this. A majority of the time, not all time, but a majority of the time, nobody's going to be able to be harder on themselves um, but me. 
Now, it's a, a healthy way to go about that because you don't want to seek perfection. You don't want to beat up on yourself. But it's just like you got to hold yourself to some type of standards or some type of principle to get quality work done. Or if you want to achieve something that's above average, you absolutely have to do it. So but victory is glamorous. Um, because it also celebrates the ending of something, right? See, people don't understand. Like, we, we as humans look at things and we understand the logical level, but we don't always apply it, right? So victory celebrates more so than the prize that you get. It's a completion of something. Now, um, because it... Uh, brings in a competitive factor, right? So, and that's why a lot of competitions start between individuals and situations where it shouldn't. We should just be competing with ourselves is because sometimes that victory or that prize is not enough for us ourselves. We want everybody else to celebrate us, right? So let's piggyback off of that into the failures. Failures, even though it's not as glamorous, it's still, and it's only not as glamorous on the surface level. We're going to get to that. It's uh, still uh, signifying the completion of something. So before we get into this kind of idea, I have to tell people like in a lot of the things that I talk about and deal with in a lot of the, you know, um, strategies, two things. Number one, they have a foundation and some type of religious belief. Right. Or that you have some type of spiritual belief because you have to have something and principles and morals and values to, you know, kind of govern yourself after. But um, number two, it is is your mindset, right? You have to kind of have a refuse to lose mindset. And I um tell my team all the time, like, you know, when I'm talking about management or work, is it in you or is on you? And I think like it comes down to that first thing. What mindset do you have when you felt when you face something? You know what I mean? Now, there's multiple ways that people go about it and multiple different breakdowns of the mindsets that we can do. But at the end of the day, caveman tactics, right? Um, Are you going to quit? Which is the easiest, by far the easiest thing to do. It's easy to quit. Easy. Relief, right? Or are you going to be determined to fight? And I know me particularly, um, I'm determined to fight. Now, we're going to talk about that next week's episode. You know what I'm saying? Your strongest weakness. But um, yeah. As Mamba breathes all heavy. That bone's good, right, guy? All right. So let's get into this because I'm going to make this um episode, you know what I mean, a little more, uh, a little less verbose, all right? Let's get right into this idea, this mindset, and why we should be looking at it like this and why most people who are successful are able to look at it like this wholeheartedly. And that way, when they run into things, they're able to, you know, overcome it or know when to hold them or when to fold them, right? And there's no second guessing about it because they look at things like this. So we're going to tell you why we need to look at it like this. What are the event? Why is it advantageous to understand that your defeats or your failures are actually your victories and vice versa? All right. Let's get right into it. The first one. So Michael Jordan wrote a book. And I believe the book's entitled I Can Accept Failure, But I Can't Accept Not Trying. And um, even in itself, that tells you a lot about like what it takes to be great and the things that the greatest have that others don't. Um. Uh, the number one thing we need to do in order to like be able to overcome because life is about failures, successes, victories, and defeats, right? The number one thing you can do to start gaining more victories and um, not take your defeat so hard or not give up when you get a defeat is be aware of your mindset. That's right. Be aware of your mindset. Notice I didn't say make sure you have a positive mindset or anything like that. Just be aware of it. And the reason is because our mindset determines a lot of the time what our uh, capabilities are or what we're able to do. Right. Uh, typically, humans, we have a very, 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 very high um esteem about our abilities. I won't even say about looks or anything, but like our abilities. I'll give you an example. I use this all the time in management. 
I've never flipped a pancake up in a pan. It looks cool when I've seen it. But when people take a pancake and they cook it and they flip it up into the air and catch it in the thing perfectly and they flip it, looks cool, right? But typically, if I'm just like being mentally lazy and you ask me if I can do that, I'm going to not only tell you I can do it, I'm going to be confident of it, and then I'm going to attempt it. Now, what's going to happen when we're not good at anything, right? And let me pause. This is what you people need to understand. The reason why we have to change the way that we look at defeat is because um, it can stop us from learning and getting information. I'm not going to go too far because I'm going to get into that in a second. But uh, we have to have the proper mindset in the first place so that we can understand that if it's something that we've never done before, right? And typically defeat, the easiest thing to do is to run away from it, to just ignore it, to be mean to that person, right? To let it go, to say, hey, it ain't got nothing to do with me. So because when we get to that wall and we hit it, we don't never go back to re-examine it nine times out of 10, right? We just let it go until it comes up again. We're never going to get better at it. We need to understand and have the proper mindset going into things, especially new ventures, and understand that before you succeed, you will fail multiple times. But if your mindset isn't right, when that failure occurs, it's going to be what you do with it, all right? Give you another example. Video editing. As I'm recording this right now, we're medicine ball. We have to self-check. We're aware of our mental state, so forth and so on. I had to pause and stop and be like, bro, who you think you is? Oh, you just think you George Lucas, huh? <laughs> like, who did I think I was? I'm George Lucas, right? I'm about to just get the, get, get the video camera equipment, get the programs, just pay the money for it, right? Because money can't solve some of this stuff, right? Unless you're on a certain level, we'll get to that. But just like, we have to be aware of a mindset. And within that comes a couple of things. Number one, do we have the abilities to overcome what we're trying to accomplish? Number two, what is our rate of success, right? What is our uh, chances of success, our chance of victory? Be aware of your mindset when you go into any type of new venture. And furthermore, I'll give you a bonus point. You got two times to be aware of it. Number one, before you start it. Number two, if it's something you've never done before and you fail the first time, it will help you to get another shot at being like, hold on, let me change how I'm thinking about this situation, my abilities and my mindset. All right. Number one, be aware of your mindset. Boom. Number two, and I'm going to make this go together. And this is something that I came up with myself as I'm trying to uh, practice looking at the camera more simultaneously. Number two, give you something that goes together. Within that stressing is a lesson and that's the blessing. That's right. Within that stressing is a lesson and that's the blessing. So when it comes to, uh, you know, victory or us trying to be victorious at something and getting defeated, the first thing that helps us realize that the defeats or the failures aren't a bad thing, it could really be a good thing, is somewhere within that failure or defeat is some information. Let's just start base level, right? I'm not talking emotions. I'm not talking feeling better. I'm not talking, well, I'm just saying in there is some information. At the bare minimum, it'll be like, yo, you failed because of this, right? Uh, you, the money ran out because you didn't do budget this or you paid this, right? You didn't win that race because you didn't do that. There's some information. There's some information in that. Now, here's the thing. Bonus points here with Medicine Bond. I'm using myself as an example, and I've spoken about this previously. You know what I mean? Y'all can go check uh, one of the prior episodes to uh, get more information about this. Mamba, come on, man. But um, I've spoken about this previously. Like, when it came to, like, doing music production, right, and really diving deep into it, uh, I found out that things that I wasn't successful at, and just for the sake of time, I'll just, you know, use speed when it comes to creating music. There's a tempo. So when I wasn't 
really understanding the tempo, so I wasn't able to make my drums and my hi-hats hit the way I wanted to. Um, I remember the frustration of just not getting it and really having an understanding of the program and music theory, but not getting that. So eventually, um, and you know, I'll just give you the story real quick. After me looking through so many videos and going online and hitting help forums and even going in the program and hitting help itself, it was not even the videos that gave me the information. It was one of them I was looking at. And I was just like, man, what BPM are these people in? And that's how I started noticing the speed the song was in when they're doing these tutorials or they're talking about hi-hat tricks, et cetera, et cetera. But the bonus point is I had spent so much time because I'm still within the program, the music making program when I'm looking at these tips and tricks. So you think if I don't go on there and they say, hey, this is how to EQ your treble. Oh, okay, I'm going to take that to the side. Something about me is going to write it. I'll take it to the side, but I'm still looking for something. Hey, by the way, this is how you can get your uh, instruments to snap to the grid and your notes quantitized. I'm going to still write it down. So by the time I figured out the speed thing, Without even getting the video, I had acquired so much information that I think at that time I literally cried. Like it was a lot going on at that time. Like I think I got a deposit from somebody for a beat, right? Which I think God was kind of like, here, there you go. You get it. You see why I went, you took you through that stressing. And that was the blessing because by the time I figured that out, not only was I able to maneuver my drums, bro, I'm able to maneuver my drums, snap the grid, quantize notes, hi-hat, um, abrogator, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Number one is important because if you don't have that mindset, you won't be able to get to number two. And that's to realize within every failure, right, within every defeat, there is a stressing. And in that stressing is a lesson and it is the blessing. For me, I had to just thank God because I was like, y'all don't understand. This is literally like a five-year span. Do you know how much stuff I figured out when it came to just music production? Chords. Uh, chord progression. You know what I mean? Scales. All kind of scale. All kind of stuff just in the thing. You got to have a proper mindset and you will find out that within that stressing is a blessing and that's a lesson. All right. Number two, let's keep it moving to number three. All right. Number three, last but not least, number three, risk failure. That's right. Risk failure or I shall say be ready to risk failure. Um, Here's the thing. A lot of times the fear of failure, which is two F's, man, you need like eight A's to overcome that. But anyway, the fear of failure, which we know what fear is, false evidence appearing real, stops us from even trying. It stops us from even trying. It stops us from even attempting to video record a podcast, upload it on YouTube, start a mental health podcast, start that business, design some clothes, because we're right, we're, 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 we're we're worried about other people telling us we failed, right? And if you listen in the medicine ball, we've talked about this, but me personally, um, before you're able to like tell me that I failed at something or I need to do better at something, man, you got to have the credentials for it, right? So if you know nothing about like music theory, if you can't even count a bar, if you can't tell me where middle C is located, I'm not going to say that I'm going to disrespect you if you tell me you don't like how a melody sounds, right? But I'm going to take it with a grain of salt. We have to understand that we have to risk failure because a lot of times we stop ourselves on a spiritual level from doing what God wants us to do because we're fearing. And that'd be the devil on another note. But we have to be ready to risk failure. But if you take number one and change your mindset and number two, understand that it's nothing but information. Jay-Z said one of my favorite lines of all time. I will not lose for even in defeat. There's a reasonable lesson learned. So it evens it up for me. So when it comes to this victory versus defeat thing, again, I, I, 
even with this last one here, right? Like being able to risk failure, pretty much face failure. Like we have to have the proper mindset. Like me personally, I have a refuse to lose mindset. So even if I do lose something, I'm still going to see what I could try to get out of it, which is most of the time information or a, a lesson that will make me better. So I don't beat up on myself about it. So you have to have the mindset to like, what can I get out of it? Right. Um, and mind you, all of this, the high, the whole idea behind this is once you embrace like failure, how it's actually a lesson, um, how it makes you better and what you can get from it and uh, move forward with it, you can, you know, do a couple of things. You can stop history with your situations from repeating themselves. Right. Uh, you can uh, start to overcome many more obstacles because you won't be tempted to do because it's very easy to give up. And this goes back to what we've talked about uh, in this uh, season prior, which is your energy, where you're going to spend your energy and the decisions that you make. Right. Um, you know, if you're having a problem budgeting, if you're having a problem budgeting, you have to understand that, again, within the problem lies the solution. This goes back to what I'm talking about with people who think like, hey, my money problems are because I don't have enough money. No, that's not what it is. You know, um, if you, it's more so about discipline and a mindset of what you think about money. Once you understand money is just the tool, right? And that you, uh, or you put yourself in a position to know that you believe in yourself that even if you spend your last dollar, you're going to be able to make it back because you have skill, right? Um, you have abilities, right? That's going to allow you to do that. Then you'll be more risky. And, you know, even people in the stock market with this crypto, let's talk about this real quick, right? First of all, the idea with this, the crypto stock, quote unquote, all of this goes back to a mentality. The people who are most successful in the uh, stock market business or business where, you know, have to be prepared to lose it all is they're prepared to lose it all. And most likely that's because they understand they're going to learn something or because previously they've lost it all and got it all back. Um, very rarely do you hear about any you know, household name businessmen who haven't at one point or another filed for bankruptcy, right? Donated a lot of money somewhere to cover some. So it's all a, a mindset, right? If you get into this, especially crypto, which is very, very short term versus, versus traditional stocks, if you get into it and you can't fathom having three, three, four, five thousand dollars in there and not maybe losing it all, but the next day it'd be down to 1800, then it's not for you to begin with. That's number one. You have to be willing to risk it all and know that the bare minimum you're going to learn. Like even with that, right? I ask people, I challenge y'all, think about this for a second because this is a, just a bonus point. So I'm not going to, well, you can call it four, but think about this for a second. Would you rather try something that gets you a $100,000 or would you rather fail at that but learn something that's going to maybe in 10 years make you a million. So again, would you rather, and all of this ties in, it's so many hacks once you understand human like characteristics because instant gratification is just like very addictive. But would you rather do something, come up on 100,000 or fail at that thing that you're doing, right? So you don't make the 100,000, but maybe five to 10 years, the lessons you learn from that failure get you a million. And that will tell you a lot about yourself. You know, uh, lessons are very, very, very valuable. So it's kind of like long-term because most people be like, oh, I'd rather have 100,000 right now and I could just flip it. No, 
And um, that's what I also want to um, let you know as well. Uh, don't be so focused on the outside noise or trick yourself because the very worst thing I think can happen to us as humans is we try something difficult for the first time or even with money. We make an investment or something we know nothing about for the first time and get any little bit of what we see as a success or a prize because then that's going to cause uh, more trust a false sense of trust and security in our abilities, our confidence in that situation and so forth and so on. And once you uh, develop that, that's a slippery slope because if you're not aware, self-aware, if you're in the peanut gallery, then you're going to become a person who doesn't see themselves as having any weaknesses. We're going to talk about this more next episode, right? And when you think that you have no weaknesses or nothing to work on, you stop listening to people. All right? So you have to be willing to risk it all and understand you know, that there is actually a thrill in the defeat and the agony is in the victory, right? Because the victory is what you see, kind of like the end we talked about at the beginning. It's like the closing or the ending of something. Um, which one would you rather have? Now, um, even with that, I'm going to give you all one more thing to think about. All right. When it comes to some of the wiser minds, whether it be Obama, politicians, your pastor, leaders, Right. Successful businessmen. And I don't know about y'all, but I hear this all the time. They will voluntarily tell you in interviews and articles. They're never the smartest person in the room, but they don't have a problem with that. And this goes back to what I was talking about earlier about money, trying to help you overcome that. When you get to a certain level or a higher level of businessman, then what they do is they are able to understand and be honest with themselves that, hey, I'm not good at this and I can't take this on. And they hire somebody who's good at that, right? And that's fine. A lot of people, higher-ups, they don't have any involvement in the day-to-day -day running of the business at all. They call the big shots with the budgets. Other than that, somebody they pay somebody who's good with math, with security, with, with um you know, filing with making sure the paperwork with the state is right. They just pay somebody to do that. PR, they pay someone to do that. But the first set with that comes the mindset of learning something from a failure. You know, most of these guys may have tried to be the CEO, failed at it, didn't beat up on themselves, learned from it, and was like, whew, not only is this something I'm not good at, is it expensive for me to attempt it? I'd rather cut my losses and pay somebody to do it. And again, you have to be very mindful. This is not for those of you in the peanut gallery or new to exercising your mind because all of this is a slippery slope. But that goes back to medicine ball. And overall, you cannot act uh, passively, think about things and think that you're going to change them, get a different result or understand them be better. You have to actively be on your swivel. Like I said, 35,000 decisions average as an adult we make each day. Man, you better make sure that at least over half of those are you're at your best uh, logical effort or mind state when you're making them. So don't you end up in a, a deeper ship. And that's on a previous episode. But number three, be prepared to take risks. So those are three things when it comes to this idea, which will ultimately lead you to more success, let you take more chances, uh, have you gain more knowledge and have you be more thoughtful or more of a mentalist when it comes to strategy. All right. Number one, be aware. Of your mindset. That's right. Be aware of your mindset going into it. You're going into it from a place of victory or a place of defeat, right? You're going in it to learn, or do you realize it's something that you uh, just try and you're probably going to fail? Because a lot of these things will lead to frustration, which is a waste of time or anger or giving up. All of these things are a waste of time. 
agitation and frustration. I tell people all of the time, like I still get frustrated just like everybody else, but I tend to get over it quicker because I start to tell myself like this is one of the most ineffective, inefficient um, emotions, right? But number one, be aware of your mindset, okay? Number two, realize that in that stressing, there's a lesson that leads to a blessing. That's right. The bare minimum in a loss, there's information there to be obtained. Information on whatever you're dealing with can only help you become better. Like you cannot lose with it. All right. Number three, last but not least, which uh, comes after one and two. Right. Um, be willing to risk failure pretty much or risk it all. Risk defeat, risk failure, be willing to risk it. And the idea is not to be reckless, but to know that, hey, there's some information or something I'm going to learn. Because if you don't go into it with that mindset and you fail, right, you're not going to catch all the details you need to. If you go into to these new ventures, new obstacles, new goals, new things you're trying to overcome or be victorious at with the idea of, okay, it's my first time. I'm probably going to fail. Let me start looking for information or strategies early. You'll come out better on the end. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 411. Thrill of defeat, agony of failure. This has been Medicine Ball. I told you guys due to me um, doing video as I recorded this one as well. Stacking up these recordings, getting right with my video editing. I got to make them more uh, concise, if that makes sense. Uh, the longer ones still, when I do do longer episodes, I'm going to slice it up. I'm, I'm, I'm building content. There's a method to my madness. So we're going to wrap it up. I appreciate y'all rocking with me. Yo, if you listening to this, right, and you got some things that you've been defeated at or that you have failed at right? Pick your head up. I'm here to motivate and cheerlead you, right? I believe in you. Even if you don't believe in yourself, pick your head up. Because even in that thing, that's your obstacle. I promise you at the bare, bare minimum, there's information that can be used to try it again. And I'm not promising you'll succeed, but you'll get further than you did previously. I believe in you. Keep your head up. Push for, I promise you, your breakthrough is on the other side of your adversity, all right? Until next week, y'all like, subscribe, share, follow my social media, Medicine Ball LS3, follow Mamba's social media, that guy Mamba, Facebook, YouTube channels up, holla at me, email me, I love y'all, stay up, yeah, yeah.